Good morning. I'm Emily Reese, and I speak with state climatologist Luigi Romolo on Tuesdays. Hello, Luigi. Hello, Emily. So tell us how all this snow stacks up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, we had some significant snowfalls over this past week. On October the 20th, we got 7.9 inches of snow at the airport, which is the second highest single snowfall event here in the metro, um, second only to the first day of that dreaded Halloween blizzard where we got 8.2 mm. um, inches. And I think there were some um, uh, Coco Ross readers who actually recorded more than that around in and around the metro. So, um, um, it was a it was a historic event, and that combined with um, a few dimes of snow here and there um, since then, um, and the point two inches that we got on the 16th puts us at 9.3 inches of snow for the month, which is officially the uh, the snowiest October on record here in the metro. That is amazing. And Luigi, I remember one of the first times we talked, I feel like it was, we were talking about Coco Raz, and we can talk about Coco Raz in a minute if you want to, but uh, these are the, this is the volunteer network of people who measure snow and rain, well, precipitation. And I remember you talking about how snow is measured, because of course I thought, well, with rain, you have a rain gauge. And so for snow, there must be just like a snow version of that, but it's totally different, right? So can you tell us how snow is measured? Yeah, so we we measure um, different aspects of snow. So uh, first and foremost, we'll actually measure the liquid content. So uh, people who have Kokoraz gauges out there will take the top funnel part off of their gauge and then just let the snow fall into the gauge, uh, melt it, and then get a liquid precipitation equivalent of that. Um, so... Uh, Usually, you know, a rule of thumb is uh, that snow is about uh, one-tenth the density of water. So um, it takes about 10 inches of snow to make up about one inch of rainfall. But that's not always the case. Um, with those big, wet, chunky flakes, um, um, it takes less. And then with uh, those uh, dry little tiny dry flakes, that fluffy snow, um, it takes a lot more. So it uh, really depends on the water content, but a rule of thumb is about 10 to 1. And then we also measure the the amount of snow that's fallen on the ground. So uh, um, you might put out a, a what we call a snowboard, and it's just a piece of wood uh, on the ground, um, and then measure the depth of snow that falls onto the ground with a with a ruler that ironically <laughs> I never figured this out but it's in tenths of inches which is a metric division of a non-metric measure <laughs> but it's just the way we do it and um uh you know so uh, you know so we had uh, uh two tenths i believe on the on the 16th we've had uh 7.9 inches um on um uh, that big event last week, and that, that's basically just sticking a ruler in the ground um, and seeing how much new snow has fallen. Uh, we also measure the depth of the snow on the ground, so um, uh, how much snow is there on the ground. 
Um, and then that, that would be like a ruler going right to the ground and measuring, uh, what we call snow depth. Okay. Okay. Yeah. When we got that snow last week and I, I went out and shoveled maybe about, um, I don't know, three quarters of the way through all the snow or toward the end, I went out and shoveled and I started shoveling the driveway before it kind of hit me that a number of things struck me. A, I'm not going anywhere these days. Why am I shoveling my driveway? I'm not going to be driving out of it. Uh, but also, it was so early. I was like, why am I shoveling? This is all going to melt. And so I left about two-thirds of it on the driveway. And I'll be darned if it's not still there because it's been so cold. Yeah, yeah. We've had this uh, big push of cold air. And one day we should talk um, about air masses but uh, this time of year is, that, like I've said before, that time of year where the polar front uh, starts moving southward and our dominant air mass becomes the continental polar air mass um, that sits normally over, over most of central Canada and affects uh, much of uh, Minnesota and even Iowa. Um, so it's a really cold dry air mass and um as it moves southward um on the on t times like these where we're we're below normal for the season meaning that the air mass is actually pushing south further south than we expect but as it pushes south at this time of year it usually goes through what we call air mass modification. So that continental polar air mass can reach as far south as Louisiana. But when it gets to Louisiana, it's not as cold as it was when it crossed the Canada-US border because it was modified by the warmer air around it. Um, and so because we have the snow on the ground, because of uh, this deep trough that we're in, um, the the air mass has not modified much, which is why we're getting these uh, colder, much colder uh, than normal temperatures with uh, up to teens and over overnight Monday here in the metro. Mm -hmm. But a little bit warmer midweek, yeah? Yeah, so uh, warmer than it has been, but still cooler than normal. <laughs> so our normal temperatures right now, this time of year, highs in the in the low 50s, lows in the mid 30s, um, and it decreases a little bit each day uh, as we move into uh, into winter. But uh, we're probably going to see highs in the 40s and lows. Uh, just below freezing over the next little while. But uh, the the silver lining here is that we're going to have mostly clear skies and partly cloudy skies and uh, a lot of sun. Good, good. Well, we'll all get out and enjoy that, hopefully, from a social distance. Luigi Romolo will speak with you next week. Thanks so much. Thank you, Emily.